Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. We're here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, challenge your aspirations. And of course, we're here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. Happy New Year. 2020 is upon us. It's the stuff of sci-fi films growing up. The year 2000 seemed like the distant future. 2020, I don't know. It makes me feel very old. However, it is a new dawn, a new day, and it is the beginning of a new decade. An opportunity to cross that threshold, an opportunity to move into a new era of life for yourself personally, but also, of course, into a new era of business for you. I absolutely adore this time of year. I love the promise, the potential. I love the opportunities that are awaiting for us. As I say every year to my members, you know, the best of the year coming up, the best of what 2020 has to offer you simply don't even know yet. There's plenty of things I'm sure that you know are coming in 2020. There's things you're going to be setting goals around. There's things that you're planning to do and planning to make happen. However, every year, I always say this, the best of the year, you don't even know yet. You know, I went into 2019 and I had some really good shit laid out before me. But you know what? The best stuff, the stuff that really really inspired me, really surprised me. The greatest of my successes this year were the ones that I didn't even know were on the horizon. I love living in that possibility. If you've heard any of my podcasts in the past, I talk about it quite frequently. I love the being in possibility. I love the idea that from here, you know, anything is possible. Everything is possible. And of course, that's the same for every day. You know, it's an arbitrary thing, New Year's Day. It's arbitrary to say it's the end of one year, the beginning of a new year. It's like saying, well, it's the end of one week. It's the beginning of the next week. It's the end of a month, the beginning of the next month. It's the end of the day and the beginning of the next. However, the way we work as human beings, we do work on these cycles. There is a real tangible end to one day. We sleep, we wake up at the dawn of the next. And we really do go through this process of resetting. So there's a lot of brain stuff going on when we're sleeping. You know, we think that we go to sleep and kind of nothing happens. Actually, what they've shown is the body and the brain are as active in our sleeping state as they are in our waking state. So the sleep state is not about necessarily resting the body or even resting the mind for that matter. However, there are certain functions, certain bodily functions and certain mental functions that only happen during the night. They only happen when we're sleeping, you know, taking our, our short-term memories that we've made that day and converting them into long-term memories with context that we can apply moving forward in our life. We know that the body and the liver, for example, especially does a lot of work when we're asleep. The body heals itself. The muscles repair. The body detoxifies itself. 
We don't go to bed to, to rest per se. We go to bed so we can perform these other functions, these other mental and physical functions, these biological functions that are needed in order to keep us functioning in tip-top condition and to keep ourselves functioning at the top of our or maximum of our performance. However, it's really tangible to us, this idea of when we go to bed, it's the end of a day. It's the end of a period of time. It's the end of a shortest period of time that we kind of work to as human beings. You know, it's the end of the day, the sun has set, and we've been doing this for millions of years throughout evolution. It's the end of the day for us. Now, for nocturnal animals, of course, they have exactly the same thing, they're just offset. So, you know, when the, you know, the moon rises, it's like the sun rising for them. It's the beginning of their new day. Now, at the end of each day, we have an opportunity to process that day, not just in terms of biologically, the brain processing the experiences of the day and converting them into contextualized memories to move forward in life with so we can be safer, so we can apply all the learning that we have from our experiences and evolutionary speaking to keep us safer and in modern day terms, yes, to keep us safer, but also it's, you know, all the business experiences you're having, the personal experiences you're having, all the academic learning that you're having. It's about, you know, filtering that through, making it accessible to ourselves moving forward based on its relevance. So we go to bed, we process all this information, but also consciously, that's all happened unconsciously, consciously, we have this experience of putting the day to rest. You know, whatever happened today, we can draw a line under. You go to bed, you can have arguments with your wife, you can fall out with your boss, and you can have a great day, you can have a terrible shitty day. You draw a line under it, you go to bed, you sleep it off, literally, like a hangover. You sleep it off, you wake up in the morning, you're fresh, assuming you've had the right number of hours and the quality of sleep, you wake up fresh, ready to do it all over again, okay? You're physically refreshed, mentally refreshed, and you get to put your best foot forward. Now, if you get out of bed on the wrong side of the bed, you know, you stub your toe and you go into a bad mental state, you know this to be true. You can carry that through into the next day. So I don't know if you've looked into this, but, you know, there's a huge movement on things like, you know, the golden hour, the miracle hour, whatever it might be, right? It's that first half an hour, 15 minutes, or the first hour where you set your day up with intentional focus. So you set your intentions for the day. Maybe you get up, you have a shower, you do, you know, you visualize your goals. You might go and do some exercise, eat a healthy breakfast, go for a walk with a dog. But it's all done very deliberately to set yourself up in a state of mind and maybe a state of, of physicalness, that you take into your day in order to create the day that you want to create. So rather than accidentally getting out of bed, walking into an argument with someone, and then taking that ill feeling throughout your day, and then loads of like more negative shit happens, and it kind of like just hang in there, just get to the end of the day. And once again, there's that concept, this understanding that we have that we're coming to the end of the day, we can hang in there, get to the end of the day, and then it will be okay. Then we can draw a line under it. Then we get to go again. So we inherently know this to be true. We use the language. We have the thought patterns. However, we can set up our day intentionally. Now, I'm not saying it's going to go perfectly every time you do this, but you can set up your day intentionally. You start your day by taking some time to really think about what it is you want to achieve today. Who do you want to be? How do you want to feel? How do you want to interact? What kind of relationship do you want to have with your partner, with your children, with your co-workers, with your clients? 
What are the short, mini, tiny little stepping stone goals that you're going to achieve today? The actions and the tasks you're going to do that are going to move your big projects forward. What's your agenda? Your agenda for today that's going to carry you forward and give you that momentum so that you can fulfill upon your longer term goals, your longer term ambitions. What do you want for your health? What do you want for your well-being? Is it, you know, 10, 15 minutes of yoga or meditation just to get yourself into a calm state? This is not just about getting, you know, a bit fitter in that hour or being a bit healthier in that hour or being a bit more calm in that hour. It's about setting that hour up, the half hour up. It might only be five or 10 minutes, but it's setting your day up intentionally to be a certain type of person, to think a certain way. It's what I call crossing the threshold. It's when you go from one space to the next space. Now, this has been proven in terms of our, our evolutionary makeup again. And the idea is that when we left our cave, and obviously before that even, when we went from you know the bushes to the open spaces, when we were maybe shrews running around the wild, but when we left our cave and then we woke up and went out into the outside world, there's a reset that happened in our brain. So inside our cave, there were certain priorities, there were certain things to think about, there were certain ways of being. You then cross the threshold into the external world and now there's different threats, there's different things to be mindful of, there's different activities and focuses and actions that need to be taken. So we reset and the brain basically resets from being one type of person and focused in one way and behaving in one way and gets us set up for the new environment. Now, this is also the case when you go, for example, you know, from your bedroom into the living room. So if you've got, you know, the kids in there watching TV and it's noisy and you're in the bedroom and you can hear that going on, as you cross the threshold from your bedroom into the living room, you will also reset. It might be that you're in the bedroom with your partner and you'll be a certain type of person then and you cross the threshold into the kitchen when you become mum, you become dad and you go into those functions. Then, of course, you might leave that and go to work and you cross the threshold into your working space. And again, you'll reset. So every time you go from one environment to the next, you reset. When you go from one space to the next, you reset. Now, these aren't just physical environments as was set up in terms of evolution. They're also metaphorical ones. So it could be from, you know, speaking on the phone to your husband compared to then picking up the phone to a troublesome client that you're currently having problems with. You reset. As you pick up the phone, you'll reset. So the brain basically sits there, mostly unconscious, you know, 95 to 99% of everything we think, feel and do is happening to us unconsciously. We're passive in this process. So the unconscious needs to make sure that when you go from one activity to the next, one environment to the next, what happens is we have to reset. The brain resets itself and sets ourselves up for that space. This is like if you're going to go to the pub, you change. The act of going from home to the pub to meet your friends, to have a few beers, or to go to the concert or the cinema, your brain changes. It changes the setup. So it's like you've got a whole bunch of settings that you're running for certain environments and certain activities. You know this because you feel very different at the cinema with your loved one than you do, say, for example, you know, sitting in front of the TV. So it's you know, a similar process, a similar thing, a similar activity, and yet you feel very different. You approach it differently. And then that's different to, you know, sitting at home on your own in peace and quiet compared to going to the pub to hang out with a group of friends or your work colleagues and having a big night out. 
So we have this reset every time we go from one environment to the next, what I call crossing the threshold. And a day is just another threshold. So we wake up in the morning and we're on the other side of the threshold. It's a new day. It's a new dawn. And from there, we get to set ourselves up intentionally rather than allowing our unconscious to do it for us. So rather than us waking up, seeing a a shitty email, going into a negative space, then continuing in that negative mindset, which means we're going to be behaving in ways in accordance to that negative mindset. So we're going to end up basically going into a space where everything doesn't go our way and things potentially can get worse and worse and worse. We want to hang in there, get to the end of the day and hope, cross our fingers, that tomorrow is a better one. Well, I want to take that hope out of the equation by saying for the first, you know, I keep saying this, it could be as little as 10 minutes in the shower. Rather than in the shower thinking, oh, God, another day. Oh, God, that shitty client. Oh, my God, I've got all this to do. Get in the shower and start thinking about the space that you have, the opportunity you have, the excitement that's in play, your goals, your focuses, your agenda. And it might be that you take on something like the, you know, the miracle morning or the, you know, the golden half hour where you then come out, do some meditation, listen to, listen to some music, do some journaling. Maybe you do some exercise you know, and then you have a nice healthy breakfast. And then from there, you look at your agenda for the day in positive terms, not again, looking at and going, oh, all this work, oh my God, all this effort, oh my God, that awful person I've got to deal with. No, look at it in terms of the opportunity and the possibility and the excitement of what the day has in store for you. Lay out the day, visualize the day, picture the day unfolding the way you want it to. It just sets the day off on the right foot forward. Now, as you go through your day, you are in a much better place to create the day of your choosing, to have the day that you want to have rather than allowing the unconscious to set your day up in a default state, you know, a state that you've learned in the past based on your predictions of what the day might be or might have in store for you based on your woes and your worries and your frustrations and your fears. So that's one thing I want to talk to you today about. Set that day up. Set it up intentionally so that it gives you the experience you want to have as a business owner, as a human being, and it gets you the results that you want to have as a business and, again, as an individual. The next thing I want you to understand is not everything's going to go your way, even though you've set yourself up to have the best day possible. You are in a much better place to have that perfect day. Not everything will go according to plan. Your job then is to not say, well, I did my half hour in the morning, my positive visualization, and look at the shit that I'm now dealing with. See, it all goes to crap. Because now you've done, you've undone all of that. You need to understand that when something happens that maybe makes you go into that negative mindset, that's again like another threshold. So something else has happened. It's a metaphorical shift in environment. You've gone from this happy, safe place that you were in of opportunity and possibility and now what's happened is whether it's an email, a phone call, or it's a, an interaction with somebody, or even just a thought process that's kicked off inside of you, it's like you've transitioned to a slightly different environment, there's different experiences happening, and then your brain is defaulting you, resetting itself for this new virtual space. You then have to go back and reset it again on your terms. And if you continue to do this every single day, you will very quickly become a master at this. Shit will happen, you'll have a reaction You'll very quickly get yourself back into the new space. You'll undo what the unconscious might have done, which is to take you into this negative mindset or this place of you know, fear or doubt or frustration. You'll reset it again. And every time you do that, you'll strengthen that muscle so that very quickly it will become easier and easier for you to have these little blips in the day 
as opposed to having these moments that would have just triggered you into a downward spiral and potentially would have led your day on a completely different path, a completely different agenda, and would have given you a very different experience of the day and, of course, very different outcomes. Then think about your actual environments, you know, and who do you want to be at home and who do you want to be in the office or at the client's site or on the phone or over email or on social media. And these are your, you know, your real environments, even though some of those are virtual environments such as social media or the telephone or email, for example. But you ask yourself, who is it that I want to be? How do I want to perform? How do I want to behave? What's my agenda in each of these environments? So do you go to work, get stressed out, come back and take it out on the family? Not literally have a go at them, but you bring all that negativity into the household and you shift the environment and your issues become everybody else's issues. And now the person you're being is actually the stressed dad or the stressed mum or the stressed partner. You're the person that kind of, I don't know, maybe even ruins the family evening because you've got this mood around you or anything else. So ask yourself, who do I want to be when I go home? And again, understand there's a threshold. No matter what's gone on at work, I'm working on the assumption you go out to work at the moment, but what's gone on outside the house, the moment you put the key in the door and you open the door and you cross that threshold, your brain enables you to do another reset. Now, it will reset itself automatically by default again. So let's say, for example, you come home and let's say you're having a few difficulties with your wife or your husband and, you know, things are a bit scratchy there. You can put the key in the door, open the door, and you might have had a great day at work, but the moment you start to cross that threshold, you go into a defensive position. You go into an argumentative state, or you go into a place where you just want to go and hide and be quiet somewhere. Or maybe, like I said, you've got all this shit in the office, you come home, and you cross the threshold, and your brain has defaulted, which is, this is where I unload my shit. This is where I get it off my chest now. And it will default into that space. You have an opportunity as you cross the threshold into your house You have the opportunity to be whoever you want to be, to reset that on your terms. I want to be calm, relaxed, fun, playful. I want to be a caring parent, a loving partner. I want to be playful, creative. I want to be however I want to be, right? Set that up. When you put the key in the door and you open the door, don't cross that threshold until you're ready to be that person. I did this once with a local rugby club. They were heading for their fifth relegation. And what I talked to them about was this crossing the threshold. And it's like, don't don't even come to the club on game day until you're ready to win. Don't get into the changing rooms until you're ready to win. Don't put the clothes on until you're ready to win. Don't leave the changing rooms until you're ready to win. And do not step on the pitch until you're ready to win. And I got them to, you know, cross these thresholds. Because what was happening is from between home and playing the game, they were going into a losing mindset. They were going into a, you know, a losing streak. They expected to lose. They expected to, you know, not win the game, to not play particularly well. And maybe at home they felt great, but then they got to the club, they felt a bit like they're going to lose. Some of them, by the way, could hold their shit together. And in the changing rooms, they were like animals, you know. They're like, they're going to go out, they're going to win. And they look the, the game and they look the part and they're, you know, they're there. And then something would change. They'd step onto the field and their mindset would shift and they would go into this place where they were making mistakes and, you know, just not even giving their their all or giving their 100%. So I got them to cross every one of these thresholds as a winner. And I said, hold yourself on the other side of the threshold until you're ready to win. And when you get yourself into that winning mindset, cross that threshold. It's very possible between that threshold and the next one, by the way, that you trigger some old 
negative patterns of behavior or thought patterns like these guys were doing. So you have to then do it again and do it again. If you work from home and you work from a, a home office, you know, don't leave the home office until maybe you've, you know, shut the computer down, you've tidied up everything you need to tidy up mentally and literally physically in the office. You shut the door and as you cross the threshold into the house, you become who you want to become. Does this make sense? This is really powerful. Then at the end of the day, understand that you already have this going on, which is you inherently understand that at the end of the day, everything's behind you and there's an opportunity to put it to bed and you get to start again tomorrow. But do it again on your terms. Do it deliberately on your gender. You know, you get there, it's the end of the day, whatever's happened, you get to say, right, that's in the past, I'm drawing a line under it, I'm crossing the threshold into my evening, I'm crossing the threshold into my bedroom, I'm crossing the threshold into sleep, and I'm leaving that shit at the door. I'm leaving that stuff in yesterday. I'm going to let my unconscious process that data, I'm going to let it process the day, process the information, do what it needs to do, my body's going to do what it needs to do to refresh me, to get me ready to go out again, I'm going to drift off to sleep peacefully, I'm going to have a wonderful restful sleep and then I'm going to wake up ready to do it again. I'm going to wake up ready to go out there and win. And then you go to sleep and then you wake up in the morning and you reset again. If you do this consistently, you will start to see this absolutely paying off. I'm not going to say within the first day, first week. I'm not going to say necessarily the first month because if I start laying out expectations You'll get frustrated that you're not necessarily getting the result you think you should be. So I'm going to say this to you just as a guideline. Commit to it for a minimum of one month. A minimum of one month. It's possible you'll see some benefits sooner. It's possible it may take a little bit longer. However, if you commit solidly for one month, I think you're going to see enough to want to commit to it for another month and then hopefully another month after that. And then eventually when you make this an automatic part of your day, you will start to see that you will wake up and almost automatically be in the new state of mind. The unconscious will have learned, it would have had the new conditioning and it will be resetting you in the morning based on your recent habits and your longer term habits. And if they are good positive habits, guess what? it will start to do the work for you. Increasingly, you'll wake up more up for it, more ready, more on your gender, more focused, more driven, more purposeful, happier, more fulfilled. You'll want to do the activities. If you do the morning half hour and you've been doing exercise, yoga, meditation, you will wake up wanting to do it. You won't need to force yourself anymore. You won't need to find time for it. Your unconscious will take over and it will make sure this shit happens. And you just keep monitoring it to make sure that it's happening the way you want it to happen. And you keep educating yourself and you keep doing the resets. Maybe, you know, your, your unconscious does a really good job, but not a perfect job. So you keep working on that. And every time you go into a sales meeting, you know, the unconscious will start to set you up for that in the new positive way. With the rugby club, what happened after a period of time was that the team would turn up in the right mindset. They would carry that right mindset onto the field, they would carry that mindset throughout the game, and they started to win. I started working with the club in the new year, and it was literally like the 2nd or the 3rd of January, halfway through the season, and not only did they not get relegated that year, 
but actually they finished in a respectable place on the table. In fact, if you'd taken just the second half and said, right, if that represented the whole season, they would have, in fact, been at the top of the table. I think position five, four, five, something like that. Just if you'd taken the second half and said that was the whole season, so we disregarded the first half of the season, they would have been in the top five. If you took the second half of the half of the season that I worked with them on, so in other words, we had to ramp this up, of course, so it took that kind of third quarter to kind of get them up to speed. If you'd taken just the last quarter and made that representative of an entire season, they would have gone up to the next division that season. They would have been in the top two. Now, I did some other work with them, not just this, some other mindset work, but a fundamental part of what we were doing was this concept. The idea of crossing a threshold in the best mental state with the right agenda, with the right focus, both individually and as a team, to get the right result and to hold each other accountable to being in the right mindset, the right physical space to be ready to play the game and to go out there and fight for it and to go out there and win. You can bring that same winning formula into your life day by day, week by week, year by year. Every morning it's a new dawn, set up your agenda. Every environment is an opportunity to set yourself up in the right mindset, the right space, to have the right focus and the right agenda to get the right outcome in each of these environments and each of these activities that you do throughout the day. You get to come home and cross the threshold and be who you want to be at home for the people that are there for you. You then get to go to bed, you go into the bedroom, you cross the threshold, you take a big deep breath and you let go of the day. Any negativity, any shit that's gone on, you leave it on the other side of the door. You set yourself up for peaceful sleep, let your unconscious do what it needs to do, let your body do what it needs to do at a physical and biological level, wake up in the morning and reset on your terms. You can do this every single day, but here's the thing. The longer the period of time, the greater the threshold is and the more opportunity you have of setting out on that best foot forward. So for me, you do this every day, but then you do it every Sunday and Monday. So at the end of the week, whether it's Friday you finish work or whether it's Sunday, which is the end of your week, you put your week to bed. You put it to rest. You leave the shit at the door and you wake up on Monday, you cross the threshold and you go again. You then get to do it every month. At the end of a month, you can have a shit month. Things might not go the way you want them to go. You leave the shit at the door. You leave it in there. A number of my mastermind members, you know, they have shit months. And they sit there and it's like, you know, they say November was a crap month. And they have this whole saying, which is fuck November, right? Fuck November, because now I'm in December. So it might not be your language, but if you had a crap month, you know what? Fuck December, January, here we come. And you get to do this Every single year. At the end of the year, you get to leave all the crap on the other side of the door. You leave it there. Don't take that across the threshold into the new year. You get to start again. You get to reset. You get to put out your new goals, your new agenda to focus on what's important to you. Who are you going to be? How are you going to be in the different environments throughout the different phases of life? You get to go out there and say, right, this is my agenda. This is what I'm going to achieve. This is what I'm going to create. 
You get to do that every single year. And here we are at the end of a decade and the beginning of 2020, the beginning of a new decade. It's a huge threshold. You get to set up and reset yourself for 10 years. What is this decade going to be like for you? Is it going to be a golden decade or are you going to take all the crap from the previous year, the previous month, and maybe even the previous decade and carry that crap into 2020 and beyond and then continue to live and relive the same experiences over and over again? We are in a new decade and that is an amazing opportunity to cross this mammoth threshold to leave the worst of the worst back there in the last decade, back there in 2019. We bring the best of what we are and who we are into 2020 and beyond. And then we set out our stall, we set out our agenda, and we go into the new decade, the new year, the new January, the next day on our terms. So I want to wish you happy new year. I want to wish you happy new decade. I invite you on my own journey, and I hope that you include me on yours to make this year, 2020 and beyond, the best year possible in life and in business. Ask yourself, what's the shit you're leaving in 2019? What's the best of what you're going to bring into 2020? And what else do you need to add to the mix in order to bake yourself the perfect cake that is 2020? If you want to get going, want to get started on setting powerful goals, I have created a condensed version of the goal setting methodology and program that every single member of my Extreme Growth Masterminds and my success groups follow every single year. It's actually a 10 hour program. It takes about 20 hours to complete. I've compressed that down into a workbook so that you can get focused on setting your goals, the ones that you need to be focused on to make sure that you do have the best year in business. It's not as simple as just having New Year's resolutions. It's not as simple as just saying, what do I want to achieve? I've got a whole process which opens the possibility of what you could achieve. And then it starts to pressure test those goals to make sure that you're actually committed to them fully. I then get you to red flag the goals, which are the ones that potentially going to slip by. And then I get you on a process of committing to those goals. If you want to set perfect goals for 2020, then go and download that workbook right now. You can find it at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash goal setting guide. Biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash goal setting guide. It won't take you the 20 hours that the full program does for my members. However, it will take you through a thorough process of making sure you're setting the right goals for yourself and your business in 2020. I look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, as always, be successful and once again, happy new year. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up.